0: it's time for making sense of the markets our first one for 2023 we are going to be chatting with laurie pinkowski a senior portfolio manager at canaccord genuity good morning laurie and happy new
1: year good morning simmy happy new year to you as well
0: i know that you know we were hoping to turn that page for 2023 when it came to the markets things to settle down but how is it
1: going out there Well, it's actually been a fairly strong start to the year here in 2023. It didn't look like that the first few days, but then we got a real strong uh, jobs report out of the U.S. that kind of turned markets, uh, uh, and they had a great day last Friday, and that just kind of continued onward. So we're seeing some green as well. Again, this is ahead of U.S. inflation data for December that's going to be coming out tomorrow. Uh, The expectation is for it to come down to 6.5% from 7.1%. Uh, from the previous month, and so that, of course, is where investors are focused. The lower inflation is uh, the hope is is that the Fed will stop increasing rates. And we saw Fed uh, Chair Jerome Powell he spoke yesterday again, kind of unclear about the path going forward. Uh, still talking about tackling persistently high inflation. So again, it doesn't appear that you know a pause is happening uh, at the next meeting. It looks like they're going to continue to increase that rates could top five percent again that's what kind of spooked the markets in uh, in December uh, and didn't really allow for that Santa Claus rally to form so again you know going forward in 2023 it's it is rare to have two negative years uh back to back so you know my belief in my opinion I do believe that a new bull market will be born here in 2023 however it's going to be a little volatile here in, in the first half of the year still until we see the Fed pause uh, and really see how all these interest rate increases are going to impact the economy because at this point, uh, you know, there are recession fears. However, there's still a lot of people working and the labor market is still strong. You're starting to see some of these layoffs take form in uh, the tech sector and maybe even the financial sector with Goldman Sachs laying off some people as well. So, again, um, you know, you want to be somewhat defensive, in my opinion, at the beginning of the year here, uh, but be ready to pounce uh, when the environment changes. Right. Okay. So that's the thing There's
0: so much uncertainty isn't it? And so many things to balance you've got, you know, the jobs market is still supposed to be strong, but I've, and that you're still hearing about all these layoffs.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're not seeing the type of layoffs that are really impacting or moving the needle, I would say, on uh, unemployment at this point. Uh, we saw, you know, in Canada, the labor force added 104,000 jobs in December, and that was higher than expected. But then again, that reinforces the opinion that the Bank of Canada is going to increase rates by another 25 beeps uh, to four and a half percent on the January 25th meeting. And again, how does this affect Uh, the average person out there, well, of course, you and I have been talking a lot about those who have variable mortgage rates. It impacts the real estate market, which again, we've already seen sales slow substantially. And so where is the real estate market going to go in 2023? I think that's going to kind of drive a lot of where the economy is going to go. So again, best case scenario, they increase rates, in Canada or the U.S., Um, you know, maybe at the next couple of meetings and then take a pause after that, that could spark somewhat of a rally. But in order to really see this market turn, you really need to see the Fed pivot uh, and start reducing rates. And again, we have no sign of that at this point.
0: Okay. And so what about somebody who has a portfolio that is all mutual funds?
1: You know, I do. I do enjoy talking about this. I, I've talked about it quite a bit. Uh, in fact, uh, John McComb and I just dedicated our Ready Set Retire podcast to the pitfalls of mutual fund investing. And and by this, I don't mean you know investing in a fund here or there to to add some diversification to your portfolio. What I'm more mostly referring to are those uh, that have a hundred percent of their investments in mutual funds. And you know, there are some pitfalls such as the lack of transparency you know when you're opening up your statement all you see is the fund that you're holding you don't see the actual stocks that are within that fund or the bonds for example um and why that's important is because when markets are volatile it can create more anxiety and worry if you don't really know what's being done to your portfolio, right? And so that can cause you to make wrong decisions at the wrong time. So I think transparency is really important. Uh, Again, the way that we manage, they're called separately managed accounts. A lot of financial advisors do the same thing, where you can actually see your individual holdings. So you can see if cash is being raised or changes are are being made to your portfolio, which I think is important uh, during times like this. Again, higher fees. Um, with mutual funds, again, you can see fees anywhere between, you know, two and even three percent sometimes. And and those fees can't be expensed for tax purposes, which again in separately managed accounts or you know, I would say more sophisticated portfolios, they can be expensed for tax purposes. So that's something again you should talk to your advisor about. Over diversification, Simi is another one. You know, you may see 10, 15 mutual funds in your portfolio and say, wow. That's fantastic. I'm diversified. But in fact, you may hold like a thousand holdings or more in your portfolio. So essentially, you just become the index, uh, which again, if you're okay with the volatility, that's fine. But why are you paying 2% plus for for really a lack of management uh, in terms of your portfolio? And one of the most important is the lack of risk management. Uh, A lot of people don't realize mutual funds have in their mandates, they can only hold 10% cash. Well, You know, that may be okay with you if you're more of a buy and hold uh, investor. But given the volatility we're having, sometimes cash is king. And there are times you want to overweight cash or underweight cash. And uh, that's just essentially not being done in most mutual funds out there. And again, that's not something that I think most investors are aware about. They think the mutual fund manager is going to protect them in markets when they go down and then sometimes you think you have a financial advisor and so they're going to protect you. And, and what I've found is those advisors that have a hundred percent of mutual funds, a lot of the time, they really have a set and forget kind of investment strategy. So they take on a lot of clients. Uh, And so sometimes they're not actually raising cash for you either. So you, you think you're being protected, but you may not be, you're paying higher fees. There's that lack of transparency. Uh, and in my opinion, there's just better ways to to do things now.
0: Okay, so then, are there benefits there too? Like, when would you put them in a portfolio?
1: Um, in 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 a mutual fund, I would say, you know, if you're new to investing, you don't have a lot to invest. But anyone who's higher net worth or has a portfolio over five hundred thousand plus, you definitely don't want to be a hundred percent in mutual funds. Um, for some funds, uh, for us, we don't use mutual funds really. The only reason we would is for for bond exposure. Uh, my opinion is is that bond fund managers, especially the active ones, they're going to do better than any bond that you and I can ever get individually, so using somebody that can go uh, internationally makes sense uh, and again, if you're looking for a specific type of uh investment, sometimes a, a fund manager can be better and again, they're not all created equal, uh, not all mutual funds are bad, but again, you just want to kind of be Cognizant of the fact, if your portfolio is 100% in funds, ask yourself why and is this the best way uh, to invest in terms of where we are today in the market? Because remember, if you're okay with volatility, you could just buy an exchange traded fund, an ETF, an index fund, and pay a lot less. However, most people, the reason that they're paying anybody is to have active management to make sure that they're being as protected as much as possible. I mean, 2022 was the worst year since 2008. So there's very few people that came out of that un. Unsc- But the point is, is that these bear markets don't last forever. And another bull market will form and you just got to be ready for that period when that happens. Uh, But as I said, for now, I mean, we're playing it defensively for our clients uh, in the first uh, quarter here, if not two quarters, uh, you know, including staples in their portfolios, um, money market, cashable GICs. Um, utilities, telecommunications, uh, stocks. Again, it's not something to be scared of what's happening right now or what happened last year. There's opportunities that present themselves. And you just got to be ready for that as well uh, when that time comes. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time on that this morning, Lori. Thanks so much, Simi. It was great talking to you. And it's probably a a good thing we're not catching a flight this morning. No kidding, right? You know what?
0: Next week, Lori, we should definitely be talking about airline stocks for 2023, I think. We will for sure. Okay, thank you. was <laughs> good, thanks, Bye. That's Lori Pinkowski, a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, if you want to get in touch with Lori, you can do so directly, 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.